0: Richard yeah Richard yeah. Roger Richard Rogers middle name is Richard Richard the third no my grandfather you, grandfather's might, as well, you name. might as well be the third <laughs> that's my grandfather's
1: <laughs> name so it's named after my grandfather
0: thank you for being on my podcast Makes sense. um actually this is going to be more verbal than it's going to be audio because okay. I have two, two different sites I go to okay when I do when I put it up, I put it up on here. so good. how did I ask you about doing this because I can't remember when I when did I call you to see you attack just reached out. I we yeah. and said, you said, hey, okay. I
1: thought I might oh, have an interesting story, maybe, right, maybe not. Right.
0: Now, I don't like talking about the club, but you happen to be one of our governors. Correct, that's right? true. And this is your first time Thank you for your support. Club. No, that's what I I'm did. guessing. No, no, I didn't. No, I could. <laughs> I can't vote because I'm a senior member now. Oh, that's right, okay. You know, okay. I mean, when I got...
1: Well, you were one of the people who absolutely pushed me to... Oh, most
0: definitely, most definitely. I wanted so. you on there, Yeah. It should, anyway, <laughs> let's get the <another> thing. <laughs> tell me a little <laughs> bit about wh- where you f- I know where you're from, but tell me. Okay. Where from? Uh, originally born and raised in Santa Barbara, California. Okay. So not lived a bad there. place.
1: Not a bad place, yeah. It's not right. not, not a terrible place to grow up. Um, and then went to UCLA. Okay. So I lived in uh, down in the L.A. region. Actually, my grandparents. I lived with my grandparents who lived uh, just outside of uh, Los Angeles. Where? Malibu. They live in Malibu? Yeah, they do. Outside. It's a little ways yeah, away from L.A. So, very good uh, four years, got to surf okay. in the morning and then go head off and uh, And go golfing in the, in the afternoon. Yeah, no, I didn't do as much golfing in college. Okay. The right. team was too good. So okay,
0: so what did you study while you were in college?
1: i uh, say so Japanese and uh, international business.
0: Why did you pick Japanese?
1: Uh, when you pick international business, you have to pick a language. And so I started with Japanese. In my generation, I'm kind of the last of the generation that was actually interested in Japanese business okay like when i'm hiring foreigners now that are younger than i am it's always like you know manga anime these kind of things that draw them into japanese culture but uh i was right at the like in high school you know, it was the end of the bubble, okay. and so you know Japan was buying Pebble Beach, and Everything. you know they were the second largest economy in the world, and there was forecast that Japan would surpass the United States economy. And so there was a lot of interest if you were interested in business mm-hmm. in Japan. So I kind of got interested uh, in that, and then decided, okay, I'll study Japanese as part of my international business. Ended up focusing totally on Japanese and deciding I was going to do a minor on, in uh, international business instead. Now, did you have any friends,
0: it. did you have any Asian friends prior to that?
1: Yeah, so I grew up, my best friend was uh, a Taiwanese American, okay. and okay. second uh, other best friend was a uh, Hispanic American. Okay. And uh, so those two guys, I think in Santa Barbara in particular, and it's, it's actually, there's quite a few communities mixed That's in, true. ethnic That's communities true. within Santa Barbara. Right. Uh, Hispanic is very heavy, actually, right. and then uh, smaller Asian communities mm-hmm. and uh, a small African American community as well. Right. But it's largely, let's say, Hispanic and then an Asian and then an African American. Right. And it's
0: a high income area, too, very high income in a lot, it, a lot of it i think yeah i mean it's, it's famous it's not, for it's wealthy not, areas like right it's montecito. not middle class it's not middle class uh, right.
1: the, most of the town is middle oh, is class that right? yeah okay. but you have two bastions of extreme wealth i right, think right. um which is montecito and a place called hope ranch so and where'd you live uh i lived in just the regular area oh did you yeah okay. my parents are both middle class uh, mm-hmm. father was a engineer and mother a nurse
0: okay so that's not middle class uh, engineer cool. and a nurse yeah Oh, you call that middle class. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> middle middle upper class think. maybe, but
1: yeah. Definitely wasn't the upper yeah. class. The upper class was a very different echelon. Mm-hmm. Did you have friends did you Marta. have friends up there? Did of course, you have friends yeah, there? of course. Right. Yes. And so
0: how did you feel when you went to their homes and stuff?
1: Uh, inspired to try and maybe achieve a little bit more. A lot of my friends' fathers were like entrepreneurs, had built companies. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of my entrepreneurial spirit came from being exposed to mm-hmm. people like that. In particular, mm-hmm. I started picking up golf Right. Uh, when I was 14, 15. Why? Because Why? I was interested in business okay. and I was reading investment books and stuff like crazy and uh, one of the family, one of my family members said if you're interested in business you should play golf. So Because I you'd
0: have get the connections and the people you'd be with. So I
1: started and uh, it took me about two three months before I was just hooked. It didn't matter whether it was business related right. or anything else. I just I loved playing Do golf. Do you
0: feel like, oh, just one question because a lot of people get in for that very reason. They think it's going to yep. really help them in business. Did it help you in business?
1: Oh, no question, yeah. It really did? No question, no Wait, question. It
0: transformed my career. So tell me how, that. how give me some instance where in golf, give me a situation where golf, you said, because of this, yeah. if I weren't playing golf, there's no way in the world.
1: Uh, my, I mean, my whole career trajectory started basically based on golf. So I had, I wanted to work in finance mm-hmm. in the beginning. I was very into investing. I started investing my college fund at like 12, 13. My father gave me, a helped me set up a brokerage account, and I was investing money, sometimes successfully, sometimes unsuccessfully, reading books like crazy. So at 15, I decided I wanted to get a job at a brokerage firm, so I rode around town to a bunch of different brokerage firms in a suit, and nobody would hire me. And uh, I met the CEO about a year later of a a boutique uh, investment firm that managed about three hundred million dollars mm-hmm. uh, on the golf course. I shot, I think, two under on the back nine, and all we were doing is talking about stocks the whole time. And he goes, "You got no idea what you are talking about, but you're interesting, and I, you know, I, I'll give you a chance." No, how old were you then? Just before I turned sixteen. Okay. And so he said, "Come into the office next week, and I'll set up an interview with our vice president, myself." And he was gave me the first opportunity. I worked for Hammer Capital Management, the company, for nine
0: years. So what were you doing when you first came there? You so you, no more than a runner, right? Yeah, he
1: was very generous. He <laughs> said, basically, half the time, you're going to be working for me, and the other half, I'm going to be assigning you uh, materials you need to study. Okay. So he was from articles to books to other things. And then, you know, I'm doing data entry and cold calls and stuff at the other half of the time. And, uh, you know, became one of my mentors, obviously. And when I set up our company here, uh, he was the, f- after a year of hearing no from other people, he was the first person to step up. I went back to the U.S., and... Uh, I said, I have no idea about, you know, language schools or Japan, but I'd invest in you any day. What do you need? And he was my first anchor investor that then the ball just rolled and we raised about a million dollars to start the business. And he was the first person. So is I met still him is playing he still golf. Is he yeah, still around? Yeah, of course. Of course. And he's still how one of my mentors. How old is he now? Steve's probably s- mid sixties now.
0: He's young.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He was a young CEO. I was what? 15. He was probably 37. <laughs> 3637 at that time okay. and uh, but I met him playing golf right obviously um, okay. and then he was the first investor that got the ball rolling here and probably more than half of the investors in my company came from my golf network you know golf tends to have a little bit more um, affluent uh, you know people who participate That's in true. the sport and so That's it, true. That's true. it opened me up a lot to people who had built businesses executive roles and it just mm-hmm. opened my eyes up to you know I think that would be more possible for me to go there than I would have thought if I hadn't been exposed to those type of okay. people right because it's not just the network it's just the understanding that these are normal people they're not that extraordinary right they're great people oh, They're smart. To,
0: to, to make it so that you take the leap and yeah. that you continue to do what you're doing because you're saying what's really different yeah. from him than me yeah and, and so
1: golf course and golf communities right. especially country clubs and stuff really open that up so when I turned 18 I joined our local country club as a junior member it's dirt cheap You only get five junior memberships, but I knew a couple of people, and they sponsored me in, and that really opened up my eyes tremendously, and um, I raised a couple million dollars when I was 19 to become a portfolio manager, so I was going through college, I was working for Hammer and managing money, and most of that money came from Golf Network and a few from family who trusted me with a little bit of money, and uh, that gave me some initial kind of money management experience, and I did that all the way through until I was about 25 and then finished UCLA.
0: Wow. You, have so brother, right? mm-hmm. you have a brother, right? I do no, have a brother. Now, is he brother. older or younger?
1: Older brother, twenty years, twenty months older. Twenty months older. You guys 20 close? Year and a half. Yeah, very close. So, what does he do? What does he do? So he's a professional, well, retired now, beach volleyball player. Yeah. So the one that went to
0: the Olympics. That's right. So, Olympic gold medalist, and uh, so he's, he's you keep on using retired, and you know how I feel about retired. Yeah. What does he do? Well, he retired off the tour. He, does, he doesn't he doesn't play tour, competitively right. anymore. Okay. So Bruce, now he's
1: the head coach at Cal Poly.
0: Okay. Uh, and, and he enjoys women's that. beach
1: volleyball yeah he loves it i mean it's okay. it's what he loves doing I mean, He was a collegiate you know star uh volleyball player high school you know uh, cif champion mm-hmm. and then uh, we grew up in santa barbara which actually is a mecca for beach volleyball it's where karch karai grew up oh, and right. uh, his younger sister was in my brother's class and so my brother got to play against him on the beach in high school and Again, same thing. It opened his eyes to the opportunities that I could become an Olympic champion. I could become a champion at this sport. Being exposed to the top people and those kind of people, I think, did a lot for him. What golf did for me in Mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. is, you know, he was exposed to all these top people that had achieved these amazing dreams Mm -hmm. and lifestyles Mm -hmm. in a sport where... You know, I think you know. Probably only the top twenty or thirty people really make a good living. Mm-hmm. But he saw that it was possible, and I think the mentorship and whatnot he probably got uh, also helped him with that. But uh, yeah, he went on to become a Olympic gold medalist and won eighty something times on tour and Jeez. world champion and Olympic gold medals.
0: Now you've been in Japan for how long?
1: Twenty years, as of last week.
0: And no breaks in between that time?
1: No, consistently.
0: Constantly. Yep. Do you have any intentions on leaving anytime uh, So So once
1: I retire, I'm 50-50, So I have a home uh, in the U.S. and I have a home here. Right. And uh, no,
0: don't don't tell us. It's not a home. You have some homes in the states. I do have a couple homes in the states. And you have some <laughs> homes <laughs> here. It's not again a home. Yeah. No, I've seen one of his homes in the states. It's in a it's big nice. lake. Yeah. And everything. Come on, home.
1: Yeah. So, so I've, <laughs> yeah, I've been fortunate <laughs> enough to, you know, have invested well and have okay. a couple of homes and. Right. Uh, so our plan is fifty-fifty the right. whole way. It but you're
0: not—you didn't get involved in real estate for the business side of it. You bought it. These are personal use. Yeah, I, mean, I invest in real
1: estate. Oh, uh, you did that as well. I do uh, invest okay. in real estate, obviously, in the U.S. and mm-hmm. uh, in Japan. Uh, not as much in Japan though. I'm starting to explore the Japanese market now. Um, I think we, there was a lot of. Uh, tax benefits to investing into U.S. real estate uh, mm-hmm. in Japan previously mm-hmm. and so that's changed recently and so looking at domestic real estate mm-hmm. investments mm-hmm. for kind of tax efficiency mm-hmm. and other mm-hmm. things. And your, you your children free? <laughs> we have no children, yeah, by choice. <laughs> so, so no, that's probably why we have, have more, more than say. one home, right? Right, right. Yes. right. Yes. Yeah. No, it's definitely you it's a, better, though, a better, yeah. uh, not better, but a, a lifestyle where Know, we had a little bit more optionality mm-hmm. to travel mm-hmm. and for me to i felt more free to maybe take chance and build companies and mm-hmm. invest in things that i think would have been harder if i had to allocate as much money towards um yeah. you know college funds and other things so i think well, it definitely freed me to pursue business right. as a kind of core purpose mm-hmm. and uh and then have nieces and nephews and so we uh, you know spend time with well, them. so your and brother has children Yes, two children yeah my niece okay. is a star beach volleyball oh, player of course know. she's 20
0: Okay, so he started, yeah. One
1: twenty two now? Right. And my nephew is 19. Okay, so not now. too
0: far behind her. Yeah. Wow. So you're, close, he close. so you're very close. How often do you communicate with your brother? Uh, a couple times a month, more or less. Oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. A couple
1: chats, emails, and keep in touch.
0: And how, how many times has he been out here? Uh, he's been out here a couple of times. Oh, thanks. When so. he was
1: a pro, yeah. um, he came through, we did some exhibitions and some other things. And then um, I think. Not, never for tournaments here. It was always for exhibitions and events that mm-hmm. I helped organize mm-hmm. uh, for him. And then he would come to Asia for like the Shanghai Open and other things and then would sometimes swing by. Mm-hmm. And then I when I go back, we spend time together. He comes up to Lake House and we do family get togethers up there and mm-hmm. those kind of things. Where's his where home? Where's his home? He's in uh, just outside of Santa, Santa Barbara in okay. San Inez. Okay. And uh, he's got a, a ranch out there. And
0: uh, does he have horses? Yeah. My what kind of horses? What kind of horses? Quarter horses. So Are you horses? Not is, with yeah. horses. My brother well, does,
1: does he does he breed them or what? No. So my brother's wife, um, her father was a foreman of like a thirty thousand cattle ranch, and so she grew horse up ranch, ride, horse ride ranch, riding yeah. horses. And my okay. niece's, you know, was like a rodeo girl when she mm-hmm. was a young girl, right. and uh, so that she grew up uh, fully into the horse. Okay. So what other sports do you
0: do? Because you, okay, golfing, clear.
1: What other of sports do you do? So we're like a multi-sport family. My, I think my brother and I mm-hmm. both and my parents, everybody believes in not centering a child on one sport. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up uh, swimming competitively as a kid, tennis, uh, baseball competitively, uh, soccer competitively, volleyball, and uh, then golf, and uh, quite competitive at table tennis as well.
0: Even now?
1: Yeah, even now. So, like, my brother and I, probably our most fiercely really? competed sport was uh, table tennis. Table tennis. Yeah, because so you could do that anytime, anywhere. Japanese never see it coming, right? Like oh, so <laughs> <laughs> we have pretty good hand-eye sports in our family. Yeah, yeah. You know, My brother's Olympic gold medalist. I'm right, like right, a scratch-plus right, right. golfer. Yeah. And uh, we were viciously aggressive in growing up playing table tennis. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. Um, I don't lose very often. So it's one sport, That's where sport. I really my sport. Like, I like
0: table tennis, too. I really feel very don't.
1: confident. I would say as yeah. good as table tennis player as golfer maybe better. it yeah, I don't play anymore, but I can okay. still pick up a racket. Right.
0: And play what I mean? Ball. So do you have any you're not you do you do you carry a handy while you're golfing? I mean, do you have a, handy do you have a handicap? handicap? Yeah, yeah, it varies between about 1 to plus 2. So, <laughs> scratch basically.
1: So pretty good. At the moment it's a little bit better than scratch okay. at the okay. moment. So how often do
0: you get to golf nowadays? Uh,
1: these days it's pretty easy actually because of uh, COVID. For COVID, yeah. yeah. So The easy just? playing through in the morning. You can get out and be done by 11 o'clock, 10 11 o'clock in the morning, oftentimes. So I get out once or twice a week these days.
0: was oh, that right? right? A golf course close by. It's not in Chiba.
1: Yeah. So I'm a member there. at a club here, and then I'm a member at a club down in What club Kowar. here? Uh, Omiya. Omiya. Omiya.
0: Okay. It's only about
1: 30 minutes yeah, from yeah, my house. Past, yeah. 30 minutes from your
0: house. Yeah. Where are you living?
1: I'm on the other side from. So I'm over on the Nippori, Tabata, that area. Tabata, so.
0: okay, okay. Yeah, I'm about to say. Is that close If you. Yeah, it depends on where you're at. Don't you have to pass um, Hachioji and everything to get yeah, No, It's a it pretty to, straight
1: shot on the freeway. Straight shot, okay. Yeah. On
0: it's the Chuo?
1: Pretty, no, I'm, I drive, so. I
0: know, but on the Chuo, expressway. Yeah, I think it's on the Chuo. The Chuo, yeah. it has to be. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, very short, though. It's about 20 minutes because on you're the freeway. Because you put it in ludicrous mode? <laughs> <laughs> you no, I don't go that fast.
1: I, don't <laughs> don't. <laughs> I do use autopilot when I drive sometimes, but uh, only on the freeway.
0: When you came on your Tesla, last <laughs> time, look at this guy. <laughs> yeah. You were so happy. You're yeah, saying, that's look a at great this car, car, man. You yes. had the, well, I got his baby sister, baby brother. Yes. What's that? The Nissan Leaf. Uh, mine says Leaf. The Leaf, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. says a a Leaf with says Leaf. No, no, mine actually says Leaf. Okay. I told Nissan I would get it only if you put Lee on it, and they put Lee on it. I've bought a lot of cars. What do you me. get for a distance on that? About they say you get three something, but I get around two ninety. Okay, That's it's not bad. bad. It's not bad at all. Oh and plus the fact that everything in Japan's made for their yeah. electric cars. Yeah. I, every st- I can I don't have to yeah. ever worry about it. Yeah. At the beginning I did. Yeah. I think I about second. mine
1: is it's uh, free charging for life, on mine. Well,
0: mine it feels know, like it's, it's free. It's, yeah. It feels like it's, it's free it's, anyway to me. The fact that we paid for nothing yeah, other than for your tires and how. Yeah. <laughs> That's do you true. have regenerative braking as well? Yes, yeah. I do. You can, I can put it in that mode so yeah. it actually keeps my battery charged a little bit yeah. longer. And then it's it's
1: huge on the life it's of the uh, brakes. Un, it's unreal. The brake pads. I mean, you have Teslas, I know, that go over yeah. 100,000 miles without ever having Easily. changed the brake pads. Easily. Because of the regenerative yeah, right, braking, right, right. braking, everything. Yeah. yeah. That's a great car. It's, it
0: is. It is. It is. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to be with. I have a couple other cars, and they're all gas driven. So it's kind of hard every now and then when yeah. I get in them. But it, Same. Can, I have a hybrid like, for my second right, car, and right, it's right.
1: I'm always like, how much do I have to pay to fill this thing? I mean, it's <laughs> like and like you, 9, forget, you forget, you forget about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 I haven't paid for gas, you get, in, and you don't like like want your hands years. to smell like gas. Yeah. Self service.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this: What are some of your plans for the future?
1: Um, I'm basically, for me, like we, the language school business that I've, I've set up several companies, but the language school business I established, uh, Rosetta Stone Learning Center. So we started out as Dean Morgan. Uh, academies and we built a chain of language schools and then acquired uh, the rights for Rosetta Stone Brand sold that uh, to Lincoln Motivation which is a tier one publicly traded company and so the plan is largely to continue uh, with the group uh, potentially join their board and then eventually after that look at US uh, kind of fortune 500 boards over in my kind of semi retirement phase I'd like to stay active and focused and I still have several companies I helped co-found that I serve as an outside board member of. uh, Can you mention
0: what type of companies those
1: are? Uh, one most people know is like our golf business. Um, So we have uh, Snell which is a golf ball that's Mm. pretty well known. Um, It's in competition with Titleist and the other major balls. The guy who actually designed Titleist balls and uh, tailor-made ball business Mm -hmm. is a guy named Dean Snell and so he Mm. launched his own ball business when he retired and uh, it's his strategy which I like a lot was basically no sponsorships no advertising all word of mouth you can buy a pro v1 level ball like a Titleist level ball for nearly half the price because uh, huge markups come because of all the advertising and the sponsorships and so balls have become extremely expensive for golfers i mean you go to like a golf course and you buy a sleeve of three golf balls and it's like 1900 1800 yen mm-hmm. at a golf course so you're talking a dozen balls at like Seven thousand yen plus of his, yeah, uh, no oh. of uh, Titleist, and so and Tidalist, you know okay. the snell balls are more like thousand five5,000 yen. So it's about 30 40 uh, percent less. cheaper, yeah. and so with the same performance, mm-hmm. and so I like that fact. And you know, when I was playing golf as a high school kid, you know, golf balls were not that expensive. It's
0: it's gone up just exponentially. Because so many people are involved in it for the same yeah, reason. Yeah,
1: and it's, it's big money sport now, right? So the sponsorships are expensive and the marketing's expensive mm-hmm. and the expectations on companies to drive profitability, I think, is higher. So it's mm-hmm. a combination of things. But yeah, golf balls are absurdly expensive now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like that strategy. And we built a very nice uh, boutique business around
0: that. So. Wow. And
1: some other small ventures, but mm-hmm. uh, I invest in other
0: things. Yeah. If people want to get in contact with you because they want well, to, how would they go about doing so? I and mean, you can look up Rosetta Stone and find it yeah. in a heartbeat. LinkedIn
1: is probably the easiest LinkedIn's one. There. easy to Google search and, then okay. and
0: find. Yeah. Wow. It's probably the easiest one. Well, I want to thank you, Dean, for giving me this time. Absolutely. I mean, I really enjoyed it. My pleasure. All of you watching, make sure you subscribe, press like, and leave a comment. And remember, it's all on long, and continue to reach for the stars.